Welcome to the OU Women's Initiative, Nach Yomi. My name is Mrs. Micha Horowitz, and today we will be studying Sefer Tehillim, Perek Dalad. So here we are in Chapter 4, Lam Natsech Beneginos Mizmar Ledavi. The introduction to the Kapitel and the Steinzeltz Ketuvim reads as follows. This is a psalm of entreaty on the part of one who is being vilified and per- pursued Groundlessly. So similar to the previous capital, David Amalek here is in a time of difficulty, a time of straits, and he calls out to Hashem, one who is being vilified and pursued groundlessly. Here we have an entreaty to Hashem. The psalmist calls upon God as he both saves the blameless and foils the schemes of the wicked. So we dive into the Rebbeinu that he should save the blameless. Um, today we see on the world stage how the state of Israel, Am Yisrael, are vilified, are pursued groundlessly. We too call upon God as he saves the blameless and foils the schemes of the wicked. Pasuk bet, bikari, when I call out to you, Hashem, aneni, answer me, elokate sidki, the God of my righteousness, b'tsar, in my narrow straits, in my difficult time, here, chavdali, you have broadened for me, chaneni, ushematufilasi, be gracious to me and hear my prayer. So a couple of things on this pasuk reminded me very, very much of a pasuk that we say later in Tehillim, which we call the Halal Haggadah. Hal, 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 oh, sorry. Halal Haggadah is made up of kapitel of Kofiud Gimel through Kofiud Ches and Tehillim. And one of the um, things that we say there, you'll be having a different teacher for chapters 1 through t- 13 through 118. But this pasuk should be familiar to all of us. We recite it in the Halal. When we say Halal, we also recite it before the Tkiya Shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Min HaMetzar Karasi from the narrow place I call out to you, Hashem, Anini, answer me, in a wide expanse. So if you look at the Pasuk here in our chapter, chapter 4, verse 2, Bekari, very, very similar to the Pasuk from Hala, Bekari, Anini, Elokai, Tzidki, Bitsari, Chafti. So when we dive in the Hala, and here is our connection to tefillah in this capital. This uh, pasuk that we say in Hawa is very similar to our pasuk. Min hameitzar karasika from the streets, from the narrow places I call out to you, God. Aneni ba answer me from the wide places. So David Amalek says, Bukari aneni elokai tzidki bitzar. Here chaftali. Both of these pasukim give an imagery of moving from a narrow place bitzar. Here, chafta, min hameitzar bamerchav, to a wide expanse. Rav Avam Yitzchak Kohen Kuk Zatzal beautifully says that that is why this Pasuk is recited. This is an idea into why we recite this Pasuk specifically before Tkia Shofar and Rosh Hashanah. He says the Shofar itself represents this journey from a narrow place to a wide expanse. Why? Because if you look at the shape of the Shofar, the mouth of the Shofar is narrow and the end of the Shofar is wide. This represents, as Rav Avi Mitzchak Kohen cooks itself, the journey of the sinner. We begin in a narrow place because we are trapped by sin. We are backed into a corner by the Yetzir Hara. That is Batsar. That is Hametar, the narrow place. And both Psukim tells here, Chaftali, God, you have broadened for me. Um, and in, in, in Halo, so both an imagery of starting in a narrow space, whether you feel uh, constricted by the enemy or the external enemy, or by the Yetzirah, the inner enemy, or backed into a corner by sin, or you feel in a narrow place because of our nationos that surround us, we dive into Hashem, 
both Pshukim actually, Bikari Aneni in Pasuk Dalit, Minamecha Karasika Aneni Bamechavka, these Pshukim both really um, echo each other. Next Rosh Chodesh will come along, but as well Hashem, we will have this in mind. And we ask Hashem to broaden our lives, broaden our view, broaden our salvation, just like the shofar moves from narrow to broad, so to we dive into Hashem to take us out of the difficult places and broaden, widen, bring us a broad salvation. Okay, Pasuk Bat. Bekari Aneni Elokate Sidki Bitsari Chaftadi. We answered and explained this already. Chaneni. Chaneni is Chinun. We ask Hashem for grace. It comes from the word Chinam, free. When Moshe Rabbeinu Davin to go into to Saul, the Ashkanan al Hashemba is Hahilemur. In Sefer Devar and Per Gimel, Pasuk Chaf Gimel, Moshe Benu asked to go into Eretz Saul, the Atchanan al Hashemba is Hahilemur. I implored, I entreated Hashem at that time, saying, He used this kind of entreaty, Chinun. Chet nun nun, and here we have it as well. Chaneni, and Rashi tells us there it's matnas chinam. Even though tzaddikim have so many zechuyos, they ask God to give them. They don't feel that they are worthy, and they ask for matnas chinam. So perhaps we can apply that here as well. We are saying Hashem, even though I may not have enough zechuyot, I might not have enough merit for my salvation. You, Hashem, are the infinite. You are the Ein Sof. You are boundless. Chaneni, please give me matnas chinam. Save me, even if I am not deserving. Matnas chinam means like a free gift. Even if I don't deserve it, Hashem, please save me for the sake of your great name. Ushmat filasi. And hear my prayer. So that was all on Pasuk base. Okay? Bekari aneni. Minameitzar karasi aneni. Elokait sedki bitzar hirchaftali. Minameitzar karasi bamerchavka. Chaneni, free. Even if I don't deserve it, Hashem. Even if I sinned yesterday. Even if I am not absolutely righteous. Even if it's hard for me sometimes because the Yitzhahara gets in the way to keep your Torah. I ask you to give me mat naschinim. Save me even if I am not deserving because of your goodwill. Ushmat filasi. And hear my prayers. Now up to Pasuk Gimel. B'nai ish. Here is speaking to the leaders amongst his adversaries, those who lead the um, revolt, if you will, those who lead. We, here we could say we're talking to, in terms of internal sin, the Yetzirah. We say to the leaders of our adversaries, How long will you put my honor to shame? That's what the Yetzirah wants to do. He wants to put our honor to shame. And if you remember, we said in the last chapter, if you look at the Mepharshim and Pasachas, Kavod means the soul. So the leaders of our adversaries, how long will you put my honor? How long will you put my soul to shame? To have unrik. Enemies of God love emptiness. They love nothingness. What do we say in Uvalatziyam? Going back to Uvalatziyam, we spoke about it yesterday. Let's speak about it today for a minute as well. In Uvalatziyam, we say, He should open our hearts in his Torah. He should place in our hearts his love and his reverence. The To do his will, to love him with a full heart. Laman lo so that we should not struggle with emptiness. We should not struggle to emptiness or in vain. The load they laid la behela. And we should not produce futility. So what are we asking for here? In in Uvalatio, we daven that Hashem should open our hearts to his Torah, which is everyone who is involved in this Nachiomi program is really doing. We're opening our hearts to Hashem's Torah. And we daven to Hashem, put into our hearts that we should love you, that we should revere you, that we should do your will and serve you the complete heart. Why? Laman lo nigalarik. Hashem, don't let us be caught up with the emptiness, with the vanities, with the silliness, with the, with the tumma, with the things that society at large is taken by. Let us not be caught up in that. Let us not reach emptiness. 
Torah is far, far, far from empty. Torah is full. Do not let us give birth to, so to speak. Let us not produce futility. And that's what King David says here in Pasuk Gimel. He's speaking to those who love emptiness. We have to make sure the life of a Torah Jew is far away from the path of emptiness. The sons of man are adversaries, whether internal or external, want to put our soul to shame. Think of the HR wants to put our soul to shame. They love emptiness. They love striving and toiling for nothing, but that's not what a Jew davens for. We daven that he should open our hearts to Torah, that we should not toil in vain. That we should not work and become tired from emptiness. Okay, I went back to Pasuk Gimel, the end of the Pasuk. How long will they seek deception? I want to point out that the Pasuk ends in Selah, which we spoke about yesterday. Hashem distinguished the pious one for himself. Hashem Yishma, the Kariel of a constant theme in Tehillim. Hashem hears when we cry out to him. Rigzu, tremble. The Al Techto, do not sin. King David says, see the light, see the way of God. Do not involve yourselves in lives of deception, emptiness, and sin. Imru Bilvavchem, say upon your hearts, Amishkavchem, upon your bed, Vidomu, be silent, Sela. Once again, he ends with Sela. What does he mean here when he speaks to the sinners? He says, tremble, do not sin, introspect, check your ways, return to God, say in your hearts, upon your bed, and be silent, Sela. So here, the Steinzeltz Ktuvim brings us a beautiful idea here. It is it is as if the psalmist is saying, consider these matters in private at a time before bed, rather than in the company of other people. Why? Whereas public discussion can lead to distorted thought and convoluted expression, private contemplation facilitates a clearer understanding of the truth. I thought that this is such a beautiful idea. Why is King David saying to consider these ideas upon your bed in private? When a person sits in the company of the scoffers, the mockers, like we saw in Parag Aleph of Tehillim, when he is surrounded by society at large, when he is bombarded by images and news and social media and, and things on his, um, you know, he can't get away from the device and the constant bombardment, bombardment and opinion of others, it is very hard to comp- contemplate our true purpose in life. It is hard to contemplate the path that we want to take. It is hard to commit ourselves to leaving sin. That's what David Merch says. Rigzu tremble. The Altarto, do not sin. Say it upon your hearts, upon your bed, and be silent. In other words, take a quiet time when you can truly introspect, reflect in your soul. What does God want from me? Why am I here? And how does he end the Pasuk? Sela. So meich lo made Hashem. Zivchu zivet, zivchet sadak Pasuk vav. Offer slaughterings of righteousness. Once again, he reminds us to trust in God. King David continues. Many say, Who will show us any good? Bring forth the light. I'm sorry. Bring upon us your light, the light of your countenance, Hashem. Hashem, you have placed simcha in my heart. Why have you placed Simcha in my heart, from their grain and their wine that abounds. I want to share with you an insight that um, is based upon something that I read from Vavbelsky Zatzal a number of years ago. This is based upon, it's my own interpretation, based upon something that I read from Avishra Belsky Zatzal. Okay? What does David Melech say here? This pasuk is tremendous greatness. Nasata simcha velibi. 
By the way, by the way, another reference to the sitter, these four first kapitach of Tehillim, which I forgot to tell you in the beginning, this one being the final one, are included in the Kriya Shema Al-Hamita. When you open your sitter to the Kriya Shema Al-Hamita, after the Kriya Shema, you will see that it says some have a custom to recite these four kapitach of Tehillim, which I personally do, after the Kriya Shema. And these four kapitach, Al-Bez Gimadalit, are found in the sitter after the recitation of the Shema that we recite before we are going to bed. And I think about this at night when I say this kapitol. Nasata simcha v'libi. You put simcha, gladness in my heart. How? Me'esh de'ganam v'siroshum rabu. When their, what does this mean? When their grain, when their wine abounds, I am happy. That's exactly what it means. A Jew has to be able to say, I'm happy for somebody else. This is such a powerful teaching. When is there simcha in my heart? When their grain abounds. When their wine is bountiful. When someone else is successful, I can be happy for them as well. This is the truest mark of a Yid who is, fulfills the embodiment of the Ahafta the Reacha Kamocha. I don't only want to be successful. I don't only want wine and grain for myself. Substitute today whatever wine and grain means to us in our time of plenty. When we see others have success, sometimes it's very hard for us to be happy. When we feel we are lacking in a certain area, um, whether it's uh, with Parnassa, whether it's success, whether it's Gidobanim, whether it's Nachas from children, whether it's Limit Torah, whatever it is. Sometimes a person sees someone else who is more successful, and it's hard for us to be happy for them. We think, why them and not me, Hashem? What does King David say? You want to know the true path to happiness? Nasata simcha v'libi. You know when Hashem, you place simcha in my heart. Me'esh degan v'siroshum rabu. When their wine, when their grain abounds, I can be happy. That's the mark of the godless of a Jew to say, I can be happy for someone else. Finally, King David closes with, B'shalom yachtav eshkava v'ishan ki at Hashem levadad. In peace. In total peace. B'shalom. Shleimus. In peace, in wholeness, in completion. Yachtav eshkava. I lie down in peace together. Translation by the Steinzeltz, Ketuvim, to be exact. I lie down and sleep at peace together. Apparently, this means that when everything all together is peaceful, I will be able to sleep undisturbed. Ki Hashem levadad. You, Hashem, are alone. Levatach toshiveni. You allow me to dwell in safety, in security. One more thought I want to share with you before we close. Here it refers to God who dwells alone. Hashem is levadad. Hashem is alone. This reminded me of Bilam's prophecy in Sefer Bamidbar, in Parshas Balak. One of the things that Bilam says is, They are a nation that dwells alone. They will not be counted amongst the nations of the world. I was thinking to myself how interesting this is that King David says here, You Hashem are alone. Bilam says about us in his beautiful prophecy, We are a nation that dwells alone. So on the surface it means, on the pshat it means, we are a nation that dwells alone. We will be not counted amongst the nations of the world, which certainly in our world history, in our destiny, is absolutely true. But perhaps we can refer it to being something else. If Hashem is lovadad, Hashem is lovadad, then perhaps what the Nevuah Bila means is, Hein am levadad yishkon, we are a nation who dwells alone with God. Just like Hashem is lovadad, Perikdala Pasuk of Tehillim, so too we are a nation that is levadad. I once read such a beautiful line by um, Rav Amitai, Rav Yehuda Amital, Rav Yehuda Amital Zatzal, the Korosh Yeshiva Yeshiva Haratzion. To dwell on, no, actually, please forgive me, it's Rabbi Riskin. I'm sorry. Rabbi Shlomo Riskin, a beautiful line. To be alone with God is to be with the majority of one. 
to dwell alone with God is to be with the majority of one. And that's what this Pasuk reminds me of. Ki Hashem levadad, God is levadad. Who else is levadad? Am Yisrael says Bilm is levadad. We are alone with God who is alone. We are together with the majority of one. Thank you so much for studying to me, studying with me today. The Zecher Nishmasa, Sonia Finkelstein, Chana Sarabas Chaim Leib, Allah Hashem. I wish everyone a wonderful day and look forward to continuing tomorrow. Be'ezrat Hashem.